Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Beyond the Negotiation on Belief Podcast Network, presented by Bet Online. I'm your host, Sam Tiger, and I'm excited to be back with you guys today and give a brief update on what's been going on. I can't believe it's literally almost November. <sighs> Craziness. It's it's only getting crazier, too. Um, and I want to chat really quickly about a topic that has come up quite a bit the last couple weeks between me teaching two college classes as well as in my professional career and i think it's important just to talk about it because it's it's so important especially in sports business but i think life in general and i encountered it this week so i'm going to share that story and why it's important for everybody doesn't matter who you are so that's what we're going to chat about today as well as my updates however before we get into it a word from our sponsor bet online Basketball is back and Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. And as your continued source for all sports wagering information, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports and events, whether that's NFL, NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, or even golf. So what are you going to do? You're going to head to betonline.ag and join and receive your 50% off welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. Bet online where the game starts. So let's have a quick update. It is almost November, meaning we are we're in recruiting season. We've been in recruiting season, but it is that time of the year. It's it's the best time of the year, right? Thanksgiving, holidays, recruiting. <laughs> yeah. My sister and her husband typically come in once a year, whether it's around Christmas or Thanksgiving from Arizona and she works they both work demanding jobs as well but it's funny during that time of the year she'll text me and be like what's the best days for me to come and I really I say I can't really tell you because I don't know unfortunately that it, it everyone understands now but it's something that I always say okay well if it's Thanksgiving I'm pretty sure that that Thursday will be I will not have to be anywhere but that could change possibly if someone ends up on a team that's playing on Thanksgiving I would go but that's a fair bet other than that I have no clue I could be somewhere the next morning you just don't know and um, it's funny too because I was I teach uh, two college classes right now I have two more weeks and then I'm not teaching for a while but I, I always like to share personal experiences and I say that, of course, being a student athlete, I have several student athletes in my class, it's very demanding for them. And then when you get to the pro level, you're dealing with the same thing. I know Tom Brady has been very, very vocal about 
his time and, and how his time has been as a pro for as long as he has. And, and that's the truth. It's a very, very regimented schedule as well as it is at the student athlete level. But I always say to my students, not everybody is going to be a pro athlete, right? But if you want to work in sports, you're going to work those hours. Like you're going to be in there. If you want to get into coaching, scouting, um, you're going to be working long hours. You're going to be working holidays. And I think that's tough on a lot of people um, to, to think of, right? Because, and that's important. I, I've said this and I think my teaching style changes uh, as I progress through. And I think, what is this, my fourth time around teaching this course? I always say, really, really think about it because, of course, there's so many pros to it. But it's an adjustment. There's pretty much not a time that I'm not doing something work-related every single day. It's just the reality of it. Whether it's something, you know, you might not consider work, but at the end of the day, generating a post for social media or following up, texting with clients, seeing how they're doing, a FaceTime, that's, that's work, right? It's still work. And... I am blessed with an understanding family and support system, but it can be difficult, I think. And I think it's really important to be honest about what this looks like, what it looks like. And and it's not going to necessarily be the same for everyone. I've heard of agents that have hours that unless it's an emergency, they don't really answer the phone. I am not that person. I'm trying to get a little bit more structured with, okay, it's time to go to sleep and let's not answer the phone, but it's really hard for me Uh, because you never know (laughs) if it's an emergency. I've got to the point, though, there have been days that I've been so exhausted that I'll be like, okay, uh, it is like 1.30 a.m. Is it an emergency? No, it's not. Okay, I'll call you tomorrow. Uh, But... It's, it's something that even when I worked at the college football level, you're working long hours and you're working holidays and you don't necessarily have the time to be able to take a 24-hour trip to go home for Thanksgiving because you have to be back in the office on Friday because that's the busy time of the year. So the holiday time in sports is a lot. It's exciting for so many reasons, but when it comes down to the time off downtime it's typically well in football and and in basketball too i mean think about it the bowl games the college bowl games that's all around the holidays some are on not necessarily on the 25th i think there is one or two but if you're working for that game you're working seven days a week up until like probably the entire month of december and then you want to sleep all of January, and then you start planning again uh, in the spring for the following year. So it's a lot of work. And I think I hit my peak level of exhaustion this week just due to lots of travel, lots of talking. I didn't realize how exhausting talking can be <laughs> when, when you're talking a lot, nonstop. But I hit my peak level, and I finally feel rested. I, I slept for 13 hours 13 hours it was a blessing too because i needed it but even in the times that i'm exhausted i always say i don't always like 
what I'm doing, but I always love it. And I think that I, I said that to someone, I can't recall who it was. I think it was someone in the airport that was looking at my computer and then asked, and we ended up chatting and asked, you have to love what you do. Do you love it? You still love it. And I said, I don't always like it, but I always love it. So anyhow, get comfortable with being uncomfortable. That's what I want to chat about this week because I showed a TED talk to one of my classes, my business class, and it was talking about being an entrepreneur and the advice that the woman giving the TED talk was a lot of awesome things, but what stood out to me was get comfortable with being uncomfortable. And that I liked hearing that because I always felt that that's something that just is a part of being a woman in sports, but also starting out in sports. So it doesn't necessarily have to just pertain to being a female, but I think starting out, it can be hard. It can be very intimidating and there can be times where you feel like you don't even know if this is it for you. So that feeling can come with self-doubt. I think for a lot of people that want to get into the sports world, they have a love for it. They might not necessarily even know where they want to be, or they might, I hear a lot from my students, I want to be a general manager. And I said, well, that's fantastic. The good news is we have a lot younger GMs these days, but it's probably very, very unlikely. I'm not going to say impossible because I, I will not say that if I can't back it up, but it's very unlikely that you're going to go from undergraduate to becoming a GM without having something in the middle. And they understand, right? Because it's the reality of it. <laughs> but what is that in the middle? Like, what do you do to get there? What have you done? Someone wants to become a sports agent. Okay, it's there's a path. You have to do certain things. You have to get the degree. But what are we doing during that time? How do you get a client? How do you get into this space? And like I said, sometimes if you're blessed with having a mentor, that's fantastic. But even that, how do you go about meeting people, right? You might think that, oh gosh, this person is not going to respond to me. I have already reached out to maybe 10 people or 20 or 30 on Instagram and they read my message and didn't respond. Or you might send 30 emails out to people in the industry and you don't get anything back, but you'll get one. I truly believe that. At some point in time, there's going to be that one. And if you continue to feel uncomfortable, right? Like it's still, oh gosh, I already sent these out. It's not working. Um, I'm not getting the position. I'm not getting... If you keep going, it's it will work out. But if you feel comfortable, I always feel like you're not doing something right. I really believe that because you're not growing. I w it's funny to me when I think and reflect back my first week at the Orange Bowl, I was given a task to basically follow up with vendors and individuals that 
between the Orange Bowl committee, vendors, uh, and just basically call, introduce myself, and just touch base on everything and let them know they were going to be working with me and get information, get any new pricing, so on and so forth. So spelled out. I was okay with the task. What I was very uncomfortable with was making the phone call. <laughs> yes, I swear. I was, was I was scared to call. And it's very funny now because I have literally, I speak on the phone for a living. I speak to college students for a living. But I used to be somebody who was extremely terrified of public speaking, terrified to talk on the phone, even after college and now it's second nature to me but I did it I did it and I got comfortable but I was very uncomfortable uncomfortable for a long time so it's just like I said it's funny it can be something as small as that it can be walking into a room or walking into a space where you are the only person that looks like you right Uh, There have been so many times that I was one of two or the only female in a football space. And it's awkward because you don't necessarily know the other people because it's other agents. And you, whether they're staring at you or not, you probably feel like they are. And then you see other people that know each other and scouts are talking to other agents and of course your client is typically like let's say this is an all-star game practice the client is on the field so you're standing there and then I get in my head quite a bit and I actually took a course on body language but my body language was not great for a long time so I would stand in a way that pushed off a very unapproachable nature which I don't hate it now, (laughs) to be honest with you. And I always joke around that that might be the reason why I'm single or one of them. But I learned. However, however, it, it was uncomfortable, very uncomfortable. So much I would have to give myself a pep talk in my car beforehand. Like, okay, you got this. And now I'm not. I'm not uncomfortable anymore. I'm excited. But... It took time. It took being okay and just keep going, keep showing up. I say that quite a bit too. Keep showing up because it gets easier and you advance, right? If I would have said, okay, I don't think that this is for me. Or if I would have just stayed in my car and waited till the practice was over and saw my client and left. If I didn't get out make that walk, felt very uncomfortable. Oh, everyone's staring at me, whether they were or they weren't, felt that way. Can't change that, can't shake that feeling. But if I didn't do that, I would not have gained contacts. I wouldn't have gained visibility. I wouldn't have got to the point where I'm excited about it now. So growth, growth, you know, and just showing up and being okay with being uncomfortable. And also knowing it's it's not going to last forever. <laughs> It'll be something else. And to wrap up this chat, this past week, I was invited to LSU's inaugural 
agent event. So for y'all that don't know, a lot of the schools have agent days. That's what they call it, kind of agent day. And the school invites agents and everyone kind of does it a little bit differently. But in short, the agents can speak to the student athletes. Obviously, you have to be registered with the state and be in good standing with the state, obviously the union and the school. But I got invited to LSU's and this was from a contact that I met at the combine. It's very full circle for me because I always say this, I started going to the combine three or four years before I was certified. And I did that to make connections, but also to make sure that this is where I wanted to be. And my first combine, although it was uncomfortable, once again, I knew Indy from going there to going to many Colts games as a kid, but I didn't know this space, but I knew I was like, okay, this is where I want to be. I have to just find a way now to actually need to be here, <laughs> like work-wise. And full circle moment, I met um, a contact at the last combine, and he is in player development at LSU. Um, amazing, amazing individual, and we kept in contact. And he invited me. And I'll tell you, I was a bit nervous. I was in there representing myself as well as the agency with some big timers. I'll tell you that. And I walked in and I had a little bit of nerves. I did. I'm not going to lie. But it was all gone then. Because I said, you know what? I'm good. All of the showing up is working. It's working. Of course, I'm not happy. I always want to advance, but... In that time, I said, you know what? I'm proud. I'm proud of myself. And if I did not keep going, if I did not keep showing up, and if I did not embrace the discomfort that I felt in the space for years and years, I would not be where I'm at today. So it was full circle, and it was awesome. And I'm excited to just keep going. Things happen when you least expect it. I'm a true 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 strong believer in that and i didn't expect that but like i said uh higgins when him and i did the show he would say why not me and you know i thought to myself that why not me and i love it it's i'm gonna keep on with that and i think that that's what i'm gonna push uh the sh- keep showing up embraced being uncomfortable and why not me? Why not us? Why not you? I think it's that's uh, going to be my 2023 mantra or one of them. But anyways, I hope y'all enjoyed this chat. It's almost Halloween. I'm excited for my costume. I get to wear a hoodie. You know, if you know, you know. So anyways, appreciate all of you guys listening and I will be sure to be back soon with another episode of Beyond the Negotiation on Believe Podcast Network presented by Bet Online. I'm your host, Sam Tiger. Give me a follow, subscribe to the show, and let me know what y'all want to hear.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.